You ready? You're listening to The Real Pineapple Podcast Network. eggnog and the the booze and the wine and uh the weed and all the other fun things um i have a review for christmas vacation pardon me national lampoon's christmas vacation which of course is directed by uh jeremiah s uh Sheshik, and it's written by johnny wow john hughes wrote this i totally forgot john hughes wrote this um uh, Jeremiah, you know from directing uh, the original Christmas Vacation, uh, Tall Tale, The Unbelievable Adventures of Pecos Bill. What? The Disney movie? Oh, that's that's funny. He directed The Avengers. Uh, not that one. The 98 Avengers, which, oof, that's that's rough. And he was, uh, he worked on, oh, he worked on Leverage. That's a good TV show. He worked on Leverage, Gossip Girl, Heart of Dixie, um, those are actually all three really good shows. Uh, huh, go figure. Um, but this, of course, stars uh, Chevy Chase, uh, once again playing uh, uh, Clark uh, Willem Griswold Jr. So, okay, let me just jump into this. So, I have never seen Christmas Vacation until uh, three days ago when I watched this. I... I'll be real, y'all. I've never been a fan of Chevy Chase. Uh, I've never liked Chevy Chase more than I did on Community. Uh, I think that's by far his best role. Um, I dig Fletch. I think Fletch is uh, is, is quite wonderful. Um, and then I remember when he po- uh, he pops up on Chuck in season two, I think, as a villain. And, uh, you know, he's really, uh, I, I know, had had to really stretch on that. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but he's, uh, he's great on there. But, um, but yeah, uh, Community, I think is where he uh, really shined. But between that, and I'd say Caddyshack, because I, I, I do dig Caddyshack, but I've never seen National Lampoon's Vacation. I've never seen National Lampoon's European Vacation. Um, so, oh yeah, Three Amigos, I always forget about Three, three Amigos, he's good, he's good on there, but yeah, I've just never been a, I've never been a Chevy Chase fan, so I just really had no desire to watch this, but I was sitting there, I was like, you know, this has always been a blind spot for me, so I'm gonna watch it, and you know, let's, uh, let's see what I think, so jumping in here, um, as the holiday season is approaching, uh, Clark wants to go ahead and have, you know, the definitive, uh, perfect family Christmas. So he goes ahead and <laughs> constantly bugs his wife, uh, Ellen, played, of course, by uh, Beverly D'Angelo again, and his kids to go ahead and make sure everything is, line, is in line from the food to the decorations to the music and, and all that. And, of course, things go haywire very quickly when his horrible, horrible, horrible hit cousin, uh, Eddie, played by Randy Quaid, and I'll I'll get to Randy Quaid in a second, Um, they go ahead and they show up without any notice 
uh, and just start living on the Griswold's uh, property uh, in their camper. Um, so let me get to Randy Quaid. Uh, when I think about Randy Quaid, I think about uh, Independence Day. That That's immediately where my brain goes, is Independence Day. Uh, with that said, I did not realize until a few years ago that this motherfucker was such an insane, uh, gross trumper. Uh, so, yeah, uh, fuck Randy Quaid for that shit. Um, but also, I don't know how much of this is an act. Because I believe that Rennie Quaid would show up somewhere unannounced <laughs> and just fuck things up. I, okay, so I, I, I think we can, you know, I, I always tell y'all, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it real with y'all. So uh, my dad, God rest his soul, you know, he, he had several, he has several brothers. Um, oh God, eight, if memory serves. And there's, there, there, there's one, uh, there's uh, one brother, one uncle I have, I won't say who, that, that, is very much this type, this trifling sort of, oh, hey, can I borrow, you know, a hundred bucks? You know I'm good for it. That motherfucker. That is Cousin Eddie to a goddamn T. And I have not seen the other vacation films. Keep in mind, I, this is just off one. But this is a guy, this is uh, Gail from Bob's Burgers. That's who Cousin Eddie is. Just this moochy, um, gross, uh unhygienic just terrible person and the more i was sitting there watching it and look i know it's supposed to be played for laughs i get it i understand this is a comedy but to be honest i was more surprised at how dramatic this movie was at points um this is pg-13 too and they and, and uh, uh clark says fuck at least once if not a couple times so i was actually kind of surprises pg-13 and not r but but i but i digress but yeah i fucking hate cousin eddie i fucking hate cousin eddie there's a point later on in the film where they're going shopping and you know he's talking about how oh yeah you know things are things are tight clark and as he's saying that he's throwing shit in his cart that he's not gonna pay for for Clark to just buy him. And it's not even a, hey, Clark, would you would you mind, you know, getting us, you know, just like a bagged off food? No, he's loading the cart up like they're at fucking Costco. And I'm just sitting there the whole time going, I fucking hate cousin, I hate fucking cousin Eddie. And there is just, look, I understand that when you get with a partner, you know, there, there there's, there's always going to be someone in the family that you may not get along with or what have you. But boundaries exist for a reason motherfucker and this motherfucker is breaking all of them and i'm going to just take a shot in the dark and assume that he's a piece of shit in the other two films as well but holy fucking hell i i could not stand cousin eddie there, there's a point where he straight up just takes the uh the hose from the septic tank from the um from the RV that they're staying in and just dumps it in the sewer, just on the street. I'm sitting there going, you're a gross motherfucker. Why is no one calling the cops on your ass? I, oh my God, I could not stand cousin Eddie, but I, I, I have to give the film some credit in that aspect because the fact that I was getting so angry because this one person shows that I was effective. So, you know, I got to give it some props on that, but also fuck cousin Eddie, fuck Randy Quaid.
<laughs> so I'm just gonna go through a couple of the gags that I that I really found funny. Um, there was this whole tradition of the Griswolds getting that Christmas tree, and so they end up going into the middle of the fucking woods. <laughs> and and getting one which my god you would be arrested quick as a motherfucker if you try to do that in 2023 but but clark in his oh my god in his moronic ways uh, his his daughter um which was I, I will say that was a trip to see uh audrey griswold played by juliet lewis who i i'm such a fucking fan of juliet lewis it was it was cool to see uh see her in this but she very astutely goes hey dad did you uh did you bring a saw and just the way chevy chase sells the oh god damn it i didn't bring a saw perfect and and look as i mentioned earlier i'm not a fan of most of chevy chase's comedies but i gotta give him props for this there is a warmness to clark in the in this movie where he really is, he just wants to do right by his family. And it really does come across as endearing and not like he's playing a role. Like, I have to give Chevy Chase all the credit in the world on that because I've never really seen him this warm <laughs> before. I mean, you know, I, I mentioned Community earlier and he's just, he's such a bastard. Uh, I mean, in real life too, but he's such a bastard on Community that you're just not used to seeing this side of him and again these are films i didn't grow up with so to see him be so warm and loving and endearing to his family uh it it was actually really sweet to see uh given the season i was like oh that's that's actually pretty cool okay i actually wasn't expecting that uh the other thing that i was um so i i love that bit um also the the griswolds have these neighbors who are played by um, Julie, Julia Louis Dreyfus, which was a trip to see. I was like, oh, wow, okay. Um, her and her partner, it, 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 the partner's name, I can't recall. I think, I think it was Todd, but, um, she plays Margot Chester, and they have such a hard on for the Griswold family. Like, I don't know, again, I, maybe they referenced it in the, in the prior two films, but, God damn, she is such a bitch, just constantly. And it's, I think because Julia Louis-Dreyfus is so goddamn charming, and, you know, we, we see, we, I think of Veep immediately uh, when, when I think of when I think of her and how, you know, funny and quirky she is on that show. So to see her play, like, such a bitch was actually pretty cool. I was like, oh, I, I like this. I, I, I like seeing the, more of this side of her. And their hijinks back and forth, I thought, were incredibly hilarious. There's a whole scene where Clark goes to a mall to find something for uh, for Ellen. And and he ends up running into this woman who he's, he's trying to get Ellen some lingerie. And this woman's actually trying it, uh, is like putting up to her chest. And the woman is fucking gorgeous and she even like lifts up her skirt a little bit and goes oh see i have it in this cut and his (laughs) his whole tripping over his words had me dying because i i mean i've seen interactions fuck i've been in interactions like this and (laughs) and seeing him just completely melt down in the best way i thought was fucking great and it leads to the great uh punchline of uh rusty 
uh, his son, played by uh, Johnny Galecki of Roseanne and Big Bang Theory fame. Uh, also, again, trip to see him so young, but to see to have the punchline be his son shows up and basically go, "Don't tell your mom, shut the fuck up." Uh, pretty fucking funny. Uh, and I, I, I mentioned it earlier, but I think that's my biggest knock on this is I just I didn't laugh. A, I, I laughed, but I wasn't laughing as much as I thought I was for this almost has this almost has like that Napoleon Dynamite problem where I know I've 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 seen this reference so many like this film referenced so many times and I've had so many of my friends go, oh my god, this is the first Christmas movie, this is the first holiday movie I put on is Christmas Vacation. And so I was really expecting, you know, something a tier as far as the comedy and, and you know there are some really there are some funny bits in here um the there <laughs> the whole bit of lighting the christmas tree and like the switch being turned off and clark just flipping the fuck out like why isn't the fucking tree turning on that was an amazing bit um the bit probably goes on for like five ten uh, like ten minutes and that is something that I will say, uh, from an emotional standpoint, is something that got me, that I really wasn't uh, wasn't expecting. So the whole tree lighting thing, uh, I, I I appreciate the fact that they're very specific with what's going on. So uh, he even goes uh, 250 strands of lights, 100 individually uh, uh, individual bulbs per strand for a total of 25,000 bulbs, which a your your electric bill holy shit oh my god but b how awesome would that look in real time and and again as i just mentioned when all the when it all lights up it's pretty fucking cool and it actually feels like a uh like a moment um it of course it initially doesn't first light and i, I want to say it's his i think it's his uncle uh, where his wife goes, wow, you know, Clark worked really hard on this. And without missing a beat, he goes, yeah, well, you know what else works hard? Washing machines. And that is, <laughs> and again, I understand this is a comedy, but the film does a really good job in the sense of, for Clark, you just feel bad for him because he's he's trying so hard to just be present for his family and just to be, a good dude and and give these people uh a great christmas like he he's trying so hard to just be great and present for his family and they're just they're such assholes and just so ungrateful uh the fam like his family members just keep showing up you're like god damn it's like like fucking lemmings it's it's fucking it's kind of fucking surreal and and then that ties to his his boss who is just a fucking battle axe and it's it's crazy how he how he's trying to keep it together but you see it's very fascinating to see how you how the gears just start turning a little more a little more each time you just see him getting a little more tightly wound and getting um a little more pissed off and just him trying to hold together to the point that he just fucking snaps and so when he does snap 
A, it feels completely justified. Uh, that was the first thing I, I noted here. I went, yeah, I would have snapped too. Like, at some point, you know, rubber bands can only stretch so far. But but B, it really does go back to the whole sympathy of how Chase plays this uh, plays this character and plays Clark. Again, I, I've heard mixed things on uh, European Vacation. I've heard it's not super great. Um, I've heard the first vacation's absolutely fantastic, and then, you know, this one. But um, a couple bits I just want to go over real quick. Um, there's this point where Clark gets locked in the attic because uh, his... Um, uh, I can't remember if it's... Not his, not his... I don't think it's his mom. No, it's not his mom. Uh, his aunt, I believe, played by the great Doris Roberts. I was really happy to see her in this. She's Her comedic timing... Like, Doris Roberts is just fucking wonderful. Of course, if you watch Everybody Loves Raymond. But uh, she's great here. And she basically... Clark is in the attic. And she goes ahead and she closes the ladder uh, leading up to the attic and, and locks it. So he's he's stuck up there while the family goes and grabs, like, uh, like lunch or something. And so this scene is actually in, uh, important twofold. A, it leads to a great bit where he basically falls through the attic, <laughs> which which I laughed very hard at, I won't lie. But but B, it goes ahead and has him locked in the attic, so he has jack shit to do. So he goes ahead and he busts out, um, busts out the projector, and it's watching old uh, family, uh, uh, old, uh, old home movies of him as a kid with his dad and his mom, and celebrating, you know, uh, celebrating Christmas, and it really shows in the scene just what the holiday means to him, and that sort of camaraderie, that sort of feeling he's trying to go ahead and project uh, upon his family. And, it, and again, it really does endear you to Clark because it feels like he's going against this, uh, you know, this these waves of circumstance that don't want him. <laughs> to have to have a, a a great Christmas but it really does work as far as making you want to root for Clark and again that's that's Chevy Chase like like give the you know give the credit where it's due I I, I really was uh impressed uh with that scene in particular and really the scenes where he needs to kind of ramp up the 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 emotion Chase does a really good job with those I'm blanking on what family member it is. Actually, no, it's it's cousin Eddie. Why the fuck am I surprised? But he shows up. Uh, he shows up with his wife, and he goes to give uh, Ellen a kiss, who's his sister, and she turns away. And my first thought there was, okay, if you're not comfortable with a family member giving you a kiss on the cheek, they do not need to be around your fucking kids, let alone in your fucking house. And again, I God fuck cousin Eddie. Fuck cousin A. Um, <laughs> bastard. Um, and there's this really weird line where he's talking to, um, he's talking to his wife and, <laughs> and he goes, yeah, you know, like kids go play with your, you know, go play in the house. Uh, your, uh, your mom and your mom and dad are going to spend some time here in the RV. You know, don't forget the rubber sheets and gerbils. Uh, which A, I was like, oh, is Richard Gere in this movie? But B, <laughs> but B, 
ew rubber sheets and jerk what are you what are you using jerk uh, yeah fuck did I, did I mention fuck cousin eddie yet because fuck cousin eddie um he also has a plastic plate in his head which i mean if that i i god damn it um but then as, as i mentioned with uh with uh his kid they do a really good job because even uh clark goes hey you know like we want to go ahead and get you're, you know, we want to go ahead and get him something for Christmas. So, like, Clark is being so goddamn giving. And, again, really endears you to him. Uh, at his job, he is very much being dependent on this big Christmas bonus that he gets. Uh, he's been with the company for years, and, you know, so he's waiting on this Christmas bonus. Of course he doesn't get it, because, you know, why would a corporation ever screw over its employees? And I do appreciate the fact that... <laughs> how that resolves itself in the sense of, I mean, as unrealistic as it is, because my God, you know, CEOs actually care about their employees and not wanting to lay them off the hell you say. Um, <laughs> um, but it, it's, it's a very sweet message as far as the CEO being like, Oh, you know, like people are just numbers on a spreadsheet until you actually see how the money affects people. It's like, yeah, if that, that's a message heading to 2024 for all you CEOs, by the way. Um, but I, yeah, I, I, that whole resolution as unrealistic as it is, um, <laughs> as, as unrealistic as it is, and my God, it's unrealistic. Um, there is a point where the aforementioned tree goes ahead and gets destroyed. And so they end up getting another tree and that whole bit with the squirrel in the tree, again, very, very, very Caddyshack-esque, but man, that bit worked for me so much, because the squirrel pops up from out of fucking nowhere. I, <laughs> the, the squirrel, the squirrel might have been the MVP of the movie, but I, the way that the house just gets destroyed because of the squirrel, and of course, Cousin Eddie's very untrained, undisciplined dog uh, named uh, Snot, if Mary serves correctly, because that's what he does. I just, ugh, God. But overall, getting uh, getting to the end of this, uh, oh yeah, that 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 is one bit. Even though I am the proud uh, guardian of uh, co-guardian of two adorable cats, there's a point where a cat just gets burned into the carpet in this movie, and I straight up like. After I got after, uh, after I got past the initial, oh my god, no, not a hurt kitty, uh, I laughed really hard. And it, it it's Cousin Eddie's one good line in the movie. He goes, I'm not even going to try to do an accent, but he goes, if that cat had nine lives, it'd just spin all of them. And I just went, okay, that's actually fucking funny. Credit where it's due. But uh, getting to the end of this, uh, getting to my final grade here, um, this is fun. Um, yeah, this isn't going to be in my Christmas rotation, most likely, but... Uh, this is something that my partner really dug. She was saying the praises of this movie, and I was like, all right, I'll check it out. And it's fun. Like, I, you know, I wouldn't consider it a classic, but I definitely had fun with this. So I would give this a solid B um, because of, because of the the uh, more emotional beats, I think, work really well. I do wish there were just, I, I laughed more in this, but I had fun with this. So, yeah, solid B. But, uh, yeah, Christmas Vacation. Let me ask y'all, since I know most of y'all are going to be more familiar with these than I am. What is your favorite of the three? Is it, is it the, the original? Is it European? Is it this one? Uh, sound off in the comments. Let me know. But, uh, uh, yeah. But you can uh, check us out. 
uh, pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, Apple Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneUp, Samsung Podcasts, and Anchor, to name a few at The Real Pineapple. Uh, go ahead and find us on YouTube. Go ahead and like, share, subscribe there. Rate the show. It definitely helps us out. So please go ahead and do that. Uh, just go ahead and search us on YouTube, uh, The Real Pineapple. That's R-E-E-L Pineapple. You'll go ahead and find us there. Uh, follow me on Blue Sky at realpineapple.bsky.social. Got a question for the show? Got a re- uh, review request? Just want to say hi? Shoot me an email at jhunter at therealpineapple.com. You can follow me on TikTok at jhunterrealpineapple. And you can follow me on Letterboxd at Black Shazam. And you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jhunterrealpineapple. I'm going to be hopping on there before the end of the year. Going to talk about some of my uh, dishonorable and honorable mentions, uh, probably. Going to probably stream some games to figure out what I want to stream. But we'll be doing that as well. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. We're going to have other reviews up for... uh, Die Hard, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, because I still do want to review that. Don't know how I didn't review that. And actually, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, I don't think I reviewed Hawkeye either. So I might review Hawkeye too, but I I, I will uh, let y'all know. But uh, more holiday stuff uh, definitely coming out as we get through December. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. Stay safe out there. Take care of each other. Get your COVID booster. Get your flu shot. It is very cold. I want y'all to be safe. But never forget, as always, to keep it real. Ooh.